0: Hey, curl friend! Thank you for listening to My Curled Crown. This podcast drops every other Monday, and you can follow us on Instagram at my.curled.crown. For any inquiries or questions, you can email mycurledcrown, all one word, at gmail.com. And please visit mycurledcrown.com for our content and so much more. Thank you so much for listening. All right. Hi, curl friend. Uh, welcome back to my curled crown. This episode is a very special one because I have a very special guest. Yes, that's right. I'm doing interviews now. And my very first interview is with my best friend, Valerie Esther or Valerie Chrysostomo. Um, Val,
1: welcome. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited.
0: No problem at all, girlfriend. I had to have you on here because this would not be a thing without you. So, (laughs) um, (laughs) And you also gave me the brilliant uh, idea of doing interviews um, because I want other people to hear and share their stories and your story. You know, I had a front row seat at that, and I loved seeing this, and I feel like it has to be shared. So let's start off with your journey.
1: Yes, well, thank you so much for having me again, Courtney. Um, My story is, I wouldn't say it's unique. It's very regular, but it really has shaped how I do life Mm -hmm. and what I even consider it means to have healthy hair. Mm -hmm. And it started with my mother perming my hair. Every other month, Yep. every mm-hmm. month when I was younger, um, just to make sure that I had straight hair. Yeah. And my hair isn't too coily, um, but then again, I don't even really know because I've had my hair permed at such a young age. I started <sighs> with perms when I was six years old. And flash forward to about a few years ago in 2013, I was really stressed because I didn't have a hair salon to go to in college Mm -hmm. and I was doing my own hair, but I wasn't sure what products I wanted to use. I wasn't sure how to take care of my hair because my idea of taking my hair, taking care of my hair in high school was my hair's a mess. Walk into a salon, (laughs) they put the rollers in, get that Dominican blowout, (laughs) and then I walk out of the store and my hair's done. Yep, that's simple. Two weeks later. Yep. So flash forward to 2012 when I was like, okay, well, I think that I want to go natural, quote unquote, in the sense that I wanted to wear my hair curly. Mm. I literally cried every week. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure what I wanted to do. And that's when I got into trying protective styles Mm -hmm. so doing crochet braids or Mm. um, faux locks and things of that sort. And I really liked it. I liked the style, but my hair didn't like it after two months. And you could tell you'd start seeing some buildup in my yeah. scalp, and my head was just like, mm mm, sis, take this out right now. <laughs> and then I was back to square one. Yeah. Um, I moved to Atlanta, found a Dominican salon that I really liked, mm-hmm. but after going there every two weeks, they burned my hair. Mm. And literally, the middle of my scalp was thinning. Oh, no. And I didn't know what to do because I didn't know that. this is all that I knew to do with my hair: go into salon. Have them wash it and, you know, Dominican blow dry it out. And Mm -hmm. that was it. I wasn't moisturizing in between. I wasn't applying any products. I wasn't washing my hair. The only time I touched my hair was when they did it for me at the salon. Which was really rough. Yeah. And then flash forward to, I would say, a couple years ago, even after that situation, I decided to cut my hair off and cut off all the pieces or all the the locks that had split ends and I went really low and I really liked it but I knew that I wanted to wear my hair longer Mm -hmm. I'd never really tried sew-ins or anything like that I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that so I just rocked my hair short went back to protective styles and that was about it question yes
0: where are we in Dunwoody? When is this the story that you're telling
1: when yes. you cut your hair? Okay. So what led to me cutting my hair was that I noticed that, like I mentioned earlier, the middle was thinning. Yeah. And I had just taken out my protective style, which was crochet braids at the time, which I loved. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my hair is matted. I'm just going to jump in the shower and it's going to be fine. I mean, no prep. I didn't put any detangling cream. I didn't even spritz it oh, with no. with anything. I jumped in, and it matted. And that's when I jumped out of the shower, went to your room, crying, handed mm. you a comb, sat between your legs, and asked you to fix this. And you so kindly looked at me. <laughs> you said, um, Valerie, do you think your hairstylist has appointments for tomorrow? <laughs> Because I I looked up at you and I'm like, you're supposed to do this? (laughs) So, yes. So right after that, it was that appointment that I cut my hair.
0: And I remember that. And I will say I had no idea about the hair thinning part. I did not know that. But what I will say is you have worn many hairstyles since we have been friends. And you have rocked them confidently. Thanks. You know, I have never seen you doubt yourself. That was probably the first time when you were trying to detangle your hair that I saw that you doubted yourself really when it came to how your appearance was and how your hair was. So I want to say, or I want to ask, how how can someone be confident, especially when they cut their hair? Because sometimes a lot of women want to try to cut their hair or try the big chop or something like that but they're nervous about how they look. They lack the confidence. Where does that confidence come from? How do you get confident?
1: My confidence at the time came from the fact that I wanted healthy hair and I wanted something different. Yeah. So at that point, it had nothing to do with the natural movement. It had nothing to Mm. do with what anyone else was doing. I knew that my hair was short for a purpose, Mm -hmm. which was to – have healthy hair, yeah. find products that I liked and that worked for me, and grow beyond where I was. Yeah. So I find that when I don't have a purpose or I don't know why I'm doing something, then I don't have confidence. Mm. But understanding that I took a couple steps back to leap forward and yeah. have really strong hair – That gave me the confidence to rock short hair, and I'd never had short hair before.
0: That was surprising, yeah. Because when I first met you, and I think even before that, all the pictures I've seen that you have shown me, you've always had long hair. And so have I, I've always had very long hair. Like you said, my mother would just permit, I always had an appointment, so I never really thought of my hair being a big issue. But like you said, I wanted my hair to be healthy. And I think a lot of people look at the long hair and equate it to healthy hair when that's not always the case because my hair was very long, but I wanted curls. I wanted natural curls too, like you. And when I washed my hair, my long hair didn't do that. It was just bone straight. So for the health of my hair, I decided, let's just go ahead and cut it. Like, let's cut it. I want it to be healthy. And It's. I think, like you said, when you have that why, when you know why you're doing it, it makes you even more confident. So if anyone's listening and they're doubting cutting their hair, if you want that healthy hair, if you feel like that's a decision that you need to make, I hope that brings you some sort of confidence in doing that and making that decision. Now, I did ask you before this episode or before we started recording what your hair type was and you said
1: that I have no idea (laughs) what my hair type is and I think it stems from even my earliest memory of having my hair done like I don't really even remember what my hair looked like all I've ever really known is my hair being straight yeah so when a couple years ago I made the transition from short hair to natural no perm minimal heat I started to explore what my curl pattern was Mm -hmm. but saw that I do have some curls but then also my hair is straight in some areas in some respects and for me it was weird because I have like two or three different textures on my head Mm -hmm. so it was like learning my head all over again as a late 20 something you know figuring out that hey look You do have curls, and this is what it takes for them to pop, and this is what it looks like. But for me, it was a hard process. Yeah,
0: and I think that that's okay. Even (laughs) if you don't, because you've been natural probably as long as I've known you. And, you know, the hair journey, natural or otherwise, is just a consistent learning process. There is no end. You may discover, like you said, you have three separate curl patterns on your head. You may discover a completely new curl pattern, like, tomorrow so you just it's just always just it's just discovery each and every day I would also like to know if you are talking to anyone that's listening right now that's a new natural or someone that's just they've been on their journey and they're struggling a little bit what is something that you would like to share with them
1: One thing that has really helped me on my journey is going to my room, closing the door and asking myself, how do I envision myself with regards to how I look and what makes me feel most like myself? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very important question to ask yourself because right now, even with everything going on with social media and the natural movement, a lot of of the propaganda is sharing that you have to look a certain way or mm-hmm. that if you take care of your hair a certain way, that means it's healthy. Yeah. And if you wear it straight, it's not healthy. And if yeah. you use this product, then this, this is the way to go. But in reality, each person that we're viewing on social media and YouTube is displaying their own journey Yeah. and they are being helpful in sharing what they use and what works for them but it is our responsibility to do the research mm-hmm. and to test things and test products and styles that we want that look best for us. I mean, there's so many options, you know, sew-ins, faux locks, braids, um, wigs. I mean, there's so many things that you can do with your with your crown. And I don't think there's one way to be able to showcase who you are. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I love having healthy hair, but I prefer my hair to be straight. Yeah. I go into the salon once a month and I get my hair washed and straightened. But having the experiences that I've had in the last three to five years allows me to take care of my hair every week, Mm -hmm. moisturize every week on my own time, and then go into my appointment and have my hair washed and then straightened. But I'm taking care of my hair as well. Yeah. As opposed to before when I wasn't touching it at all, it, it was up to the person at the salon.
0: Yeah. And that makes all the difference, you know, monitoring your hair, checking your hair, how's it doing? You know, instead of like, oh, I got my hair done. Let me wait until the next appointment, not touch it. Let me wrap it every night. <laughs> yep, It's good to go. That's <laughs> and in the morning I'll just take it down and it's good. But that journey and being on that journey has taught you how to take care of your hair, how to keep it healthy. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing. We're looking on social media, like you said, and we're looking at how things are working for one person, you know, each video, we're not looking at their daily life, even seeing what they're doing for their hair and maintenance of their hair on a daily basis. But we're looking video to video and we see like, oh, this is what they did. I'm going to do that. And, you know, just see if it works, and their journey is not your journey. I remember we were having a conversation, and I tried this um, this little concoction I made to, like, rejuvenate my curls. I remember that. <laughs> like, in the middle of the week, I was like, let me just, you know, my hair is getting dry. Let me spray this and see if it works. And it worked fabulously on my hair. And then you were like, let me try and see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> And you came out, and you were like, sis, it
1: didn't, it didn't work for me. I was so annoyed. I was like, surely this will work for me as well. I even used the same bottle because you had it in the fridge. And I went in, and I sprayed my curls. I literally came out of the bathroom, punched over like crump girl. Like, yeah, so this did not work for me. Why does my hair not do what yours is doing? But
0: see, and that just shows how different we are because I, one thing that you do that I love is the crochet braids and yours can last, like you said, two months. Mine can't last a week. Like my scalp is like, we're not doing this. We're going to get washed today. So you keep this in for seven days tops and we're going to, we're going straight to the shower afterwards, you know, but black women in our hair is a journey things work trial and error. Some things don't. So I also, well, actually let's take a break. All right, guys. So we are pretty much done, but I do want to take this opportunity for my special guest to plug in anything that she's doing, her business ventures, all of that. So Val, where can they find you? What are you doing?
1: Awesome. I am planning events around the country, mainly small intimate weddings through my business One Soul Events, and I am encouraging and promoting black women in floristry through my organization Black Girl Florists. And it's a space where anyone can come and shop from Black women-owned businesses, as well as get to know Black women in the floral industry. So I'm doing those two things, and I'm taking it one day at a time. Yes, and I'm going to tag all of your things in the
0: things Perfect. when I post them, but where can they find you, I guess, via Instagram or like what's your go-to website that you want them to be driven to, or do you want them to visit?
1: Perfect. So you can find me at onesoulevents.com or blackgirlflorist with an S.com. And yeah, that's where
0: I'm at. I'm so excited. And guys, I'm always like plugging in Val stuff because I think it's just so cool. I am myself not a florist. I have not one creative bone in my body when it comes to floral work, but I am going to her next floral class and I'm very excited to see what I make.
1: So, Val. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me on your show and allowing me to share my background with my hair journey, which is still in progress. Yes. I love eating. I love what you're doing. And I thank you for allowing me to be a part of it.
0: Oh, of
1: course, girlfriend. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
0: So, guys, um, until next week or the week after that, always remember to keep your crown up high. Val, do you want to say bye, girlfriend? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead and say bye,
1: girlfriend. Bye, girlfriend.